Hi there. Today, let's talk about language learning. Most of us have the idea that language learning is difficult. So I'm going to share with you today some research which is really encouraging about language learning. You know our goal, our point, our purpose is to help you arrive at fluency in English. And if you've done our seven rules course, you'll understand the mechanisms, the method behind what we do here. But language learning is a challenge. So let me share this encouraging research with you. You'll be amazed, I think. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. Oh, and what did I hear you say? You haven't done the seven rules of Adept English yet? Well, you are missing out. If you go to our website, you can sign up for this course straight away and it is free. What have you got to lose? The seven rules of Adept English explains exactly how best to use our podcasts so that you can arrive at speaking English fluently more quickly. Let's get on meanwhile with that encouraging research, shall we? So an article published in The Conversation back in August this year, that's 2022, by Monica Schmidt of the University of York. She's done some surprisingly encouraging research about learning a language. The article was published just after the GCSE and A-level results were out, as usual, in the UK in August. So these exams are the ones that 16-year-olds and 18-year-olds take. 16-year-olds take GCSEs, which stands for General Certificate in Secondary Education, and the 18-year-olds take their A-levels or Advanced Levels. And the A-level results are what determine whether or not they get into university or onto some other course of study or training. So they're important exams. You can take the IGCSE, the International GCSE, in many parts of the world. And some countries have GCSEs, just like in the UK. They have GCSEs in Nigeria, for example. And a lot of Commonwealth countries do the A-level as well. So the evidence cited in this newspaper article is very surprising. They're saying that the knowledge of a foreign language, as learned in school, stays astonishingly stable over a long period of time. Vocabulary here, astonishingly. Well, that's A-S-T-O-N-I-S-H-I-N-G-L-Y astonishingly. And that's an adverb. It describes a verb. And it's from the verb to astonish. If you astonish someone, it means that you surprise them. But it's a lot more surprise. It's like extreme surprise, astonishment. So astonishingly means very, very surprisingly. Stable. S-T-A-B-L-E. Now, that can be a noun and it's where you might put a horse. A horse's house is called a stable, but here it's an adjective. And if something is stable, it means it's unchanging. So basically what we're saying here 
is that if you learn a foreign language in school, that foreign language knowledge that you've gained is stable over time. It means you really don't lose it. And that apparently is so even if you don't use it. There is a phrase, use it or lose it. And the suggestion here is that for language learning, that's not true. So Professor Monica Schmidt, the author and the person who's conducted the research, she cites another piece of research that was done 40 years ago. She says the psychologist Harry P. Barrick carried out an investigation of some 600 Americans who had learned Spanish in high school up to 50 years previously. Apparently, there's a small amount of loss three to six years after the lessons have ended. But this researcher found mainly that the knowledge of Spanish appeared stable even 50 years after they'd learnt it. So it's as though once it's learnt, these words just stick around in your memory. You don't forget them, rather like the words of your native language, perhaps. Even if you're not using them as well, which I found surprising. It's estimated that language learners keep hold of 70% of the language learning they've done, even if not using it. But in other subjects, that information erodes. I'm thinking of history. I can remember what I studied in history at school, but I certainly can't remember the detail of it. In her study, Professor Monica Schmidt carried out tests on English-speaking people who were students of French 50 years ago, and they still remembered the grammar and vocabulary just as well as those who learned it more recently. And that's true where they hadn't used their French for many years. I found that really surprising and encouraging. But once it's in your brain, it's there for life, it seems. Professor Monica Schmidt, I think it's Schmidt, S-C-H-M-I-D, says some parts of language, mainly the vocabulary, are memorised in the same way as facts, rules of algebra, dates, names and so on. This memory system is indeed vulnerable to some erosion. That means you do lose a little of it. She says other parts, though, like grammar, are learned in a way that is much more similar to riding a bicycle. We use the part of our brain that is good at remembering rules and sequences, so grammar becomes more like a reflex and that kind of knowledge resists forgetting. That's the learning that we're talking about that becomes automatic. So is Monica Schmidt saying that vocabulary memory erodes, meaning it is lost? Or does she not mean that? That's a little bit confusing. However, she does go on to say that because vocabulary in another language has its equivalent in your language, it gets refreshed each time you use the word in your own language. And that's even if you aren't using your second language. And even if they're not similar sounding words. So she gives the example of banana and banan in French. So every time you say banana in English, you are reminded of une banane in French. She says that the neurons that contain the words for an object also contain the word in the other language that you learned. So the word in your second language is stimulated and refreshed every time you use that word in your native language. She gives the example of apple in English. 
And the French for apple, if you know it, is pomme, P-O-M-M-E. If you're an English speaker, apparently, each time you say the word apple, the French for apple, pomme, is also stimulated and refreshed in your brain. So similarly, potato will stimulate pomme de terre or kartoffeln, if you know German. That's without you realising it. That's automatic and unconscious. Professor Monica Schmidt also makes the point that it doesn't mean that you can just start chatting in a foreign language fluently and automatically. I think most of us language learners do know that. And it's perhaps the case that if you learnt a language in school, you probably didn't arrive at being fluent anyway. It takes far more listening to a language than is done in school to help that happen. But what it does mean is that grammar and vocabulary that you learned up to 50 years ago is still in there somewhere. You haven't forgotten it. You haven't lost it altogether. We have a saying in English, it's at the back of my mind, meaning that some piece of information or some memory is not at the forefront of my mind. It's not what I'm focused on, but it's in there somewhere. It can be wakened up, if you like. Some of the people in this research who were tested learned their second language 50 years ago in school. They haven't used that language since and they still haven't lost it. They could still answer the questions and do quite well on a written test. The human brain is amazing, isn't it? The article also talks about how there is a decline in the numbers of students' children studying languages at GCSE and A-level. That's disappointing. In fact, amongst my three children, when my daughters who were older went through school, it was obligatory to learn a language at GCSE level. They had no choice. So I encouraged both of them to learn French as we have family in France and it makes sense. However, now that my son is doing his GCSEs, the language learning isn't obligatory. They're no longer made to do a language. He knew I wanted him to do French, but he didn't want to do it and has chosen some other subject instead. That seems a shame, especially when we now know that your language learning in school stays with you a lot longer, a lot longer than any of us had realised. So perhaps this research supports the idea that language learning in schools should go on for longer. Most children in British schools learn either French or German and Spanish, probably up until year nine, so up to the age of 15. And then they're permitted to drop it when they choose their GCSE subjects. I think, rather like PE, a language should be something that you continue with for another couple of years. Because this language learning, it appears, stays with you possibly forever. So it's well worth doing. But also, let that serve as some encouragement to you in your language learning. We do often think about how difficult it is to learn a language and how long it takes. But I think this is encouraging. Whatever vocabulary you commit, and I would imagine it's to long-term memory now, your brain will remember it for many years to come. Maybe even you'll remember it in 50 years' time. Wow, your brain is amazing. And getting the grammar to be automatic 
and the vocabulary to be stored in long-term memory and available and ready when you want to speak? Well, of course, as we know, that's best achieved by lots and lots of listening. That's what we do. That's what we help you with at Adept English. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.